bitch, that's the consequence. I got this, I will not quit. Man, I'm on it, honest. I'm gonna launch quick, then I'm gone. It's just a matter of time before I'm over the prime and moving on to my prime. Just quit my Welcome, mind. welcome back to the Sky's the Limit podcast. A podcast based around showing you that anything you set your mind to is possible. I'm your host, Lucas Aylward. Today's guest is someone I admire so much. Honestly, this dude is a hustler. He's probably one of the hardest workers I know. They call him Dedicated Austin for a reason. <laughs> He's always busy with photo shoots, meetings, working on his company, playing sports, anything that he's into. He owns Elevate Athletics. It's a really well-known athletic apparel company in St. John's, Newfoundland. This dude's an amazing athlete. He's very passionate about basketball, very talented. Introducing to you today, my friend Dedicated Austin. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on my podcast, man. It's great Most to finally get you on Most here. Slight. All right, so I'm going to start out with some simple questions on your background here. Uh, sure. I've known you for a while now, last year or so, but yep. I don't really know much about your childhood and like what brought you to where you are today. So uh, okay. would you mind giving me a little rundown of what was your childhood like? Were you always like this hardworking, motivated kid? Honestly, yes. I, I, actually, yes and no. Uh, not always, um, but pretty much... Uh, ever since I was probably in grade four, I've been a pretty hardworking person, I'd say. And that's because um, when I was in the fourth grade, I decided that uh, I want to be a professional basketball player. Okay. And and a funny thing about that, when I made that decision, I had yet to play on any basketball team at all. Uh, all my friends played and they were all much, much better than I was. For some reason, I just decided like this is what I want to do. And uh I worked at it extremely hard, you know, within a few years, you know, I was the best at my school, you know, it was, and then I kind of repeated that same process when I got to, to high school, um, when I got there in, in Ontario, the high school starts in the ninth grade, and, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't one of the best players, I kind of had to repeat that process, work really hard, build my way up again, to being one of the best players, you know, in my last year, and really, uh, I, I'm talking mostly about basketball right now, and that's because that's kind of what led me to here, to Newfoundland, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really get recruited out of high school. I suffered a, a pretty major injury, actually, in my last year. I, I tore my right Achilles completely, oh. <laughs> full rupture. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely wasn't fun. One of the tougher times in my life, I'd say. I went to the University of Toronto, uh, tried out for the team. <laughs> Funny thing, I tried out. My tryout was about three, three or four months after the injury, and I wasn't really supposed to play until six months. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to play. So you I wanted to get it, man. That's it. I, exactly, exactly. So I made it. The coach kind of knew my situation with the injury. So he decided that he would redshirt me, which basically just means that I'd practice with the team, uh, just take the year, kind of get healthy. And then the next year, I'd, I'd like have an official spot on the playing roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the team that year didn't do very well at all. And uh, the coach was let go. New coach comes in, you know, has his own ideas for for the team and the the players he wants. So basically, I was not a part of the program. Still, you know, dedicated Austin. I still was determined to find a way to play somewhere. So uh, I I started talking to a bunch of my friends that played, finding out what uh, the situations were on their school team, their university teams. Friend Davion Parnsloo, who is now graduated, Mm -hmm. was uh, was the starting point guard for all five years. He told me that, uh, basically said, you know, should try to come over to uh, to Memorial University. That's kind of how I ended up here. From there, I had a pretty good four years. But after that, I decided that I wanted to do other things, namely Elevate. So you're saying namely Elevate. So where did Elevate come into this whole uh, this whole journey? You're playing basketball, you're in Toronto, yep. and you leave to come here. 
So was Elevate something that you brought with you from Toronto or you uh, you came up with it once you've gotten to Newfoundland? Uh, yes and no. So I started Elevate at the end of my first year of university in uh, at the University of Toronto. I was initially began as a basketball training organization. So what I would do is I would work with my younger brother and some of his friends, just kind of helping them grow their skills. And then uh, as time went on, uh, you know, the group continued to grow, word of mouth. Um, I decided it was probably best that I have a logo to represent what I do. Uh, from there, I came up with the Elevate logo. <laughs> I started posting it on social media. I came over to here to Memorial University and, you know, my teammates started seeing the post, started seeing the logo. They started asking for clothing with this logo on it. Oh, so okay. I was pretty surprised because... You know, to me, Elevate was just something for, for my group back home. But people here, I guess, really supported. They really liked the logo. Uh, you know, along with the post, I was posting a lot of, like, inspirational, motivational content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Elevate kind of slowly began to transition to a clothing brand. Um, and, yeah, over time, I just made it less about just basketball in particular and more about anybody, you know, with any type of dream or goal. So you gave, it was given life out of demand, basically. You didn't just come up with the idea, exactly. I'm just going to create a clothing line because I want to own a clothing line. You came up with Elevate because obviously people were reacting to it and they liked the logo and they wanted to represent it, uh, which is great because it did start out as something you were passionate about. It started out yes. as, uh, like you said, like a basketball coaching camp type of uh, thing that you had going on there in Toronto. And uh, then you brought it here to Newfoundland and then it sprouted out as a clothing company, but it always had a, a background of basketball and yep. uh, sports behind it. So it hasn't just strictly been clothing. So I was going to say to you, uh, what does elevate mean to you? Like the, the phrase and the word elevate. Yeah. So um, <laughs> funny, I know you, you mentioned that uh, it just kind of became something out of demand. Uh, growing up, I never imagined that I would own a clothing brand ever. <laughs> it was Everything was just basketball related for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of weird, you know, through through the training of those players, combined with people on the outside, you know, asking for the clothing, I began to like to wonder, you know, why? Why is it? And, you know, again, I was posting these kind of motivational, inspirational messages along with the, the social media posts. And I began to realize that it was because not that people, not that those people, you know, liked basketball or were interested in the basketball training. You know, they really appreciated the messages you know a lot of the the things like uh working hard believing in yourself being disciplined all that stuff applies to anything to anybody with any type of goal it doesn't have to just be basketball related or sports related right Mm, um and i kind of i i really like that you know that whole concept of of inspiring other people and so i began to really realize and the reason that you know i i went along with you know starting the clothing brand is because i realized that it was now a tool to motivate other people um, and that I could reach a bigger group rather than just basketball players. And, you know, I, I realized my other passion outside of basketball, which is just that, you know, inspiring people. You know, I like to see people set goals for themselves, achieve them. You know, I like seeing people happy doing the things that they love the most. Like that's something that brings me great joy and something that I really want to, to spread. So, yeah. so you're, you're, you know, you're used to sports, you know, you know how it feels to be uh, playing sports, having going against another team. You're used to competition. How does yep. competition feel to you towards, um, let's say, um, business or in school or, you know, with friends, like competition off the court? So, yeah, especially yeah. now where you own a clothing line, how do you feel about competition? 
Oh man, you know it's it's really <laughs> kind of weird. Um, I'm a very very competitive person, um, and that's something that helped me a lot in basketball. But oddly enough, it's something that I found hurt me in business, and that that I know that probably sounds really strange. Mm-hmm. You know, business. You know, especially as a clothing brand, there are a million other clothing brands in the world. You know, you want you think that it would be best to be to want to be competitive and just try to beat everybody else. Uh, I haven't found that 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 helped me. That mentality helped me at all. Um, I found with myself what happens is when I focus on beating somebody else, that's all I focus on. I'm doing whatever is necessary to beat that other brand rather than doing what is best for my brand. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I've 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 done everything I can to just begin to focus on myself and on and on elevate and making elevate the best that it possibly can, not worrying about what anybody else is doing. So I try to. You know, obviously business is uh, competitive, but I try not to focus on that. I try to focus on it as little as possible just because I know I know myself. So going back to business, uh, I'm not even going to yep. talk with sports right now. Uh, back to business, yeah. like chasing dreams and becoming dedicated. Like I want to just touch on the name Dedicated Austin. Like, where did that <laughs> even come from? It's because uh, within my group of friends, they started calling me that because, you know, every time they wanted to hang out, I would say... Uh, sorry, I can't. I gotta go to practice, or I got, I have to train or something. Then they're just like, of course, dedicated Austin can't hang out because he has to work on his goals, <laughs> that kind of thing. So that that's kind of where it came from, and I, I embrace that. I mean, I enjoy it. Yes, I am very very dedicated to what I do. Yes, I I am very driven. So I I welcomed it. That's good. I love when people tell me that I'm too busy to do stuff. <laughs> it makes you feel like yes. it's better than being <laughs> bored and not having anything to do. It means I'm doing things right because I'm doing what other people aren't willing to do, right? Exactly. With being dedicated, staying motivated, uh, this is tips to the new entrepreneurs, the people who are working towards something. Uh, What are your personal tips for staying motivated? Make sure the thing that you're pursuing is something that you're actually passionate in because that makes everything so much easier. Um, If I had to force myself to to work on Elevate, uh, it wouldn't be nearly what it is now. It wouldn't be close. Find what you're passionate about and find something that uh, consists of whatever that thing is, right? So, you know, if you're passionate about sports, it doesn't mean you have to necessarily play that sport, but try to find something that is sports-related, mm-hmm. you know? Because, um, yeah, it's, it's so, it, you know, passion is the fuel that uh, that drives everything else. So I would definitely say that. Make sure you're passionate about whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. Um, I, you know, outside of that, uh, goal setting is very important. You know, I set uh, long-term goals, I set monthly goals, I set weekly goals, I set daily goals. And that's just me. Not everybody has to be that uh, meticulous about it. But um, definitely having goals, something to aim for, uh, is very helpful. Because on the days that you might not feel like working, you know, you have something to remind you. Like, okay, I I want to do this more than I want to sleep right now. So definitely set goals. What about inspiration? Uh, Do you find that you're inspired by people and that motivates you? Um, again, like I try to focus mostly on myself, but with that said, there are people that I, that I like to learn from, um, for different things, different reasons. You know, of course there's people like Gary Vee, mm-hmm. um, very inspirational person. I like a lot of the things that he, he preaches, um, you know, just about, about, he just, you know, mostly talks about, you know, you have to grind, you know, also being, uh, empathetic is a big thing with him, you know, do stuff for people, not because you want something in return. You know, that kind of thing. I also look up Grant Cardone, which is kind of odd. Not not necessarily. Grant Cardone's uh, a man. That's why. He, he is, yeah, exactly. He's a man. Um, 
I like again he's he's a lot about grinding and you know um, sales and, and that kind of thing. He gives a lot of a lot of advice. Um, you know he's really somebody that's really pushing real estate and not being okay with being average. You know. Oh yeah, ten x. Like, yeah, exactly. Ten x go 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 super hard on whatever it is you're aiming at. So, stuff like that. People like that. So do you find that your surroundings have helped you get to where you are today? Like the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, I try to surround myself, of course, with people that are going to bring me up and not drag me down. Because um, I know you're a team player. Uh, like, you've spent your whole life uh, being on a team, basically, with sports. Yeah. Um, so now in business, uh, how important is, is it to have a team? <laughs> it's really funny that you asked that because, uh, I mean, last night, you know, you and I were supposed to do this. Yeah. Um, but I actually had a meeting with my team that went three hours, which is <laughs> significantly longer than I thought it was going to be. But a main topic of that meeting was you know our need for us to to continue to be a strong team and to continue to find ways of being working better as a team it, it's it's huge you know uh, there's a quote that says if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together oh, okay. and that that is 100 percent true I've never um, heard that. I, oh yeah no it's uh <laughs> I, I i strongly agree with it because um you know when i first started elevate it was just me but there's no way that elevate could be what it is now without other people it just is literally not possible you know if i want to elevate to continue to grow my team and, and myself you know have to continue working together taking advantage of each of our strengths rather than just trying to do everything on my own yeah i actually saw gary v made a post the other day saying how every mm-hmm. uh, every business needs four key roles yeah i can't remember exactly what they were i know one was like a a sales guy, one was like a videographer, one was like a content creator, one was like a copywriter or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, but it is very important to have a team of people who can all, you know, go with their strengths to help the business prosper. Absolutely. Because I know if you're one guy trying to do everything, you might be good at all those things, but you can't be 100% all in for all those things. It's just not exactly. enough time. You need to be exactly. an expert in one thing and then let your other people be an expert in their thing. And then you yeah. all come together. So exactly. this is just a simple yes or no question. Sure. Uh, would you like Elevate to ever be as big as Nike or Adidas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd say yes. <laughs> Very so, strong yes. <laughs> so what would you say to somebody who hears your yes and yep. says to you, no, that's impossible. You will never be <laughs> as big as them. Uh, first of all, I would laugh like I just did. Um, and I would say that the owner of Nike, Phil Knight, somewhere down the line, he had to believe that he could create the company that he's created. That's the same for the owner of Adidas, same for the owner of Under Armour, same for the owner of any big brand, is they had to believe that they could do that. And I guarantee, actually I've read Phil Knight's book, and there was definitely people that were saying, you shouldn't be doing this, and you shouldn't be aiming that high, and that kind of thing. You just got to ignore those people. Um, it, it is 100% possible. There's evidence literally right in front of you. You just said Nike. That is evidence right there. So this is a question based on what I just asked you there. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say it is possible to yep. become uh, the next Nike or the next Adidas, but do yep. you think that it could have, you know, you could have to take different steps than Nike or Adidas did because of the era that we're in and, you know, like oh, the market? Of course. Of course. Um, let's just look at those two companies, Nike and Adidas. They did not take the exact same route to get to where they're at. You know, there's, there's many different ways to getting to that same destination you know, everybody's path is different. Um, and again, that's kind of why it, I find it benefits me to focus on myself rather than to focus on other brands because I know that I can't do 
even if I did the exact same things that Nike did, it wouldn't work the same way, as you said, given the era, you know, completely different situation. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody has to kind of find their own path to getting to to their goals. It's not, it's not all the same. Yeah, because we're definitely living in the era of social media. So, you yep. know, social yep. media is the key to getting anywhere nowadays yeah, with businesses. Yeah. So yep. great way of reaching people. Um, what are your plans with Elevate as a business? Do you ever want to make it into like more of a, like an, a physical store? Do you want to keep it online? Um, do you have any other ideas or plans that you would want to kind of expand into? Um, so let's let's talk about the physical store. Um, again, we'll we'll look at Nike. Uh, Nike's a huge business. They're definitely not hurting for cash, but yet Nike is closing has been closing some of its retail stores, many of them actually. The reason for that is that, you know, again, the era is changing and people are on social media, they're on the internet and a lot more, they're more comfortable doing business on the internet. A physical store brings with it a lot of cost, a lot of overhead costs that, you know, Nike has realized that they don't need, right? You, I don't think that we need an Elevate store necessarily uh, to continue to grow or to be, to be a big brand. Um, we have a website which is literally an online store you know it's, there's a convenience factor right you just go on the website you say i like this or like that uh purchase and it, it shows up at your door right so i'm not i'm not really uh focused too much on on getting a physical store it's not uh in the <laughs> immediate plans at all for elevate i mean of course we'll revisit it as time goes on and stuff but uh it's not really something we're focused on uh definitely want to continue growing our online presence always because you know, it's the World Wide Web. We can get, we can reach everyone in the world possibly, right? So uh, a lot of our focus is definitely going to be there. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask you, you know how you, you mentioned how Elevate kind of started around sports and then it kind of branched into a clothing line. Would yep. you want Elevate to kind of grow more into sports again or do you want to kind of keep it strictly as clothing line? <laughs> it, uh, we, we talked about this in a meeting as well yesterday and, uh, Somewhere along the line, we're definitely going to begin to uh, incorporate sports a lot more uh, as well. Um, you know, we have individuals like Christopher Cody who's on the national karate team. Um, you have myself who has played, you know, high-level basketball in university. Mm -hmm. uh, Samantha Al, who's on the provincial uh, karate team. You know, these are these are people that know a lot about their sport, um, and we want to continue, you know, using our strengths. To, to benefit the brand so we will we'll definitely be finding a way to uh to incorporate that more in the future yeah the reason why i asked that is i know you did the all-star weekend and that was yeah. actually like such a creative thing to do i really <laughs> respect you. that i thought it was amazing honestly i obviously popped out to support yeah so and it was seeing you there man it was great man could you just like touch on a little bit more of like what that was for people who like kind of didn't really understand yeah sure so um we we've done a lot of pop up shops throughout the year at uh, basketball tournaments. So we we definitely had a big presence in the basketball community here. Um, one of the things that I realized at one of the pop up shops is that uh, there isn't currently anything that rewards the best players. Um, yes, of course, basketball is a team sport, but you know even in the NBA they have they have things like you know they have awards and and events that uh, acknowledge the best players, and you know we we don't have that here, and I was. I was thinking to myself, why, why not? Like, why, why can't we have that here? So from there, I, I began to, uh, I started by reaching out to as many high school basketball players as I could possibly get a hold of, uh, and asking each of them, you know, who do you think the best, best players in the province are? From there, um, we, we gathered a list 
and we chose uh, the top 18 girls basketball players, the top 16 boys basketball players, split them up into two different teams, and uh, this past, uh, on May 11th, we had a giant uh, all-star event. Um, that basically consisted of uh, a girls' all-star game, followed by a three-point shootout, and then a boys' all-star game. Um, the attendance was really good. You know, everybody involved, you know, had a great time. Definitely something we're going to continue doing in the future. You know, a big, a big thing that we're going to do in the future with these, these events is we're going to actually, uh, record them and we're going to send the footage to the university coaches across Canada in hopes that it will help get some of the players recruited. That's um, amazing. Yeah, thank you. Um, just from my experience, you know, in high school and stuff, it was, even though I was in Ontario where you think there'd be a lot of exposure, you know, it was still very difficult. To get the to get uh, to get noticed, right? Um, and then, unfortunately, Newfoundland just they, mostly because of geographical reasons, they don't necessarily the players here don't get the exposure that they deserve. So we definitely want to help with that, right? So, yep, we're gonna send the footage of the best players. Uh, this province has to offer to Canadian coaches everywhere, and hopefully, that will see an increase in um, university level athletes uh, from Newfoundland. And we're, t- and we're talking about so many good things. I want to go into more of like the negative side of things because, you know, All everything, right, it doesn't it. always work perfectly. You yep. know yourself, there's tons of setbacks and negativity yep. around you. Uh, yep. So let's say I'm going to throw up an example. Uh, you're sure. some guy who's um, starting his own clothing line, kind of doing what you're doing. And yep. he gets a lot of negative um, backlash and he just gets a lot of hate from his friends and people around him saying that like, oh, he's being basic. Oh, there's so much competition. There's blah, 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 blah. You know, just the way people just throw mm-hmm. nonsense and hate on you. Yep. Yep. What would you say to somebody who's kind of dealing with a bunch of hate? You got to ignore it. If you're doing what you and your heart know is right, you just got to ignore it. Because actually, I got a lot of backlash from uh, deciding. So I actually, I played for university basketball for four years. Uh, you're eligible for five here. I chose not to play my fifth year. And a lot of people said, oh, you're going to regret that. You know, a lot of people said, "How? why would you decide? Like, this is something that, you know, I had one friend say, I would literally kill to be able to play university basketball. How can you just decide that you don't want it? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I just, I just kind of ignored it. And I said, no, man, like, I know in my heart that this is what, what I need to be doing now. You know, I just, ha- I just had that gut feeling. And you just got to go with that. You can't worry about what other people are saying. You have to do what you know in your heart is right. Because at the end of the day, if you just follow what other people tell you, you're going to end up nowhere, right? Who are you really living for, right? You also got to look at the people who are telling you uh, what to do. You know, if you have people saying to you, man, you're going to fail, you're going to, you're not going to make it. And you got to look at what they're doing. Who are they? Exactly. Are the people like Grant Cardone telling you you're going to (laughs) fail? Exactly. They're saying the opposite, right? (laughs) They're literally saying the opposite. You know, gonna, they they all face that kind of stuff too, and yeah, you gotta pay attention to who you're taking advice from, right? Don't take advice from the friend that's, uh, you know, no hate, of course, but you know, if this person's going, you know, going out every weekend, just having fun, don't really have any goals, you know, that that might be great for them and their position in life, but you have to look at your own position, right? Is that look at that and say, is that what's best for me, right? Make that decision for yourself. You know, I made the decision that no, that doing that is not what's best for me. I might go out every now and then, but I'm not there every weekend uh, because there's other things that I want to do with my life, you know? So you just have to make that decision on your own and, and stick with it regardless of what other people say. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue is who you're surrounded with because obviously I know that myself that, you know, the people you're surrounded with, they can definitely get in your head. 
I know like my best friends were the people who held me back the most in my life. Mm-hmm. And once yep. I cut them out, unfortunately, I had to do that. That That's when everything started to happen for me uh, from a positive side. So I know a lot of people, that's what's holding them back is their friends and what people will think of them. Yep. Unfortunately, yeah, it's true. So how do you how do you handle that kind of like peer pressure of say you you have a bunch of friends who are going out partying and drinking and stuff like that and they you know they're asking you uh, I want to <laughs> you know want to come out with us do you want to come get lit tonight <laughs> or whatever yeah uh, how, no, do you, that, how, how do you handle that <laughs> that literally has happened to me so many times I can't even I can't even explain but uh, I mean you just gotta you just gotta be strong in your decision and say like I'm sorry no like I I literally cannot you just have to make make up your mind and don't don't change it just because people are pressuring you um yeah you just you just got to decide it all comes down to the choices that you make right you decide if you're if you're going to let their peer pressure affect your decision you decide that yeah so obviously the goal of this is i want to be able to motivate people and i want people to leave here and and take the podcast as like okay i have steps that i can go by right now i listened to Mm -hmm. that person i took notes and now i know what to do to get to where i want to be so right. uh, let's just go over, some, like, say, five tips of what would you do to somebody who's in a rut right now? They're being negatively pressured by their friends. Um, they want to go for something, but they're afraid to because of what people think. And they just they feel stuck to go follow their dreams. What would you say to that person? Five tips. Step one, decide what you want. Step two, decide when you want it by. Step three, how are you going to get it? Step four, start. Step five, make adjustments along the way. Those are the tips I'll give. So that's the tips. Okay, so basically, um, you're just going to tell them to take action. Make it happen. Oh, yeah, exactly. Decide, like, make, set up a goal, set up a plan, and start. Starting is huge. You know, that's where a lot of people get stuck, actually, is, is the start phase, you know. Um, having the plan helps because you can see that starting isn't so hard, really, when you look at it. But a lot of people are, are, for whatever reason, I guess it's because of fear, uh, the reluctance to actually start. You know, that actually happened to me a little bit um, in planning this all-star event. Um, I decided that, you know, this would be great for us. You know, I had a plan of how we could do it. But to actually commit and, you know, take that first step was a little bit, uh, a little bit intimidating. But uh, once you make that decision that you're going to start, and you just, just do it. Just do the first thing. For us, that was, uh, for me, that was um, locking in the insurance. Take that first step and then go from there. Make adjustments along the way. Yeah, but because start. without that action, That is the part man. you got to circle. Without exactly. action, without a... nothing yep. will happen. Exactly. You can exactly. have the whole thing planned out in your head. You could say, yep. well, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to have it this name. I'm going to have this logo. I'm going to have this person. But until you actually do it, then you don't have a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you got you got to start. You can have the best idea in the world, but it means nothing if it, you just leave it in your head. You got to take action. You got to make it real. Make it real. Yeah, and I find another thing, too, with people taking action is they want to take action, and they sometimes will take action, but they're also very distracted because people have you well. know, their routines yep. that they're stuck in. Um, yes, yep. Maybe they're used to staying up really, really late and sleeping in all day. Yep. And you know, maybe that just becomes a huge distraction for them and it's really hard for them to kind of kick that. So what would you say to somebody who's at a point in their life where they're kind of just stuck in their routines and they kind of got to reset, start something new? Again, it's it's all about decide what you want. Like, 
you are, like no one's gonna no one else is going to make you change right it has to come from within yourself you have to decide that okay enough is enough i'm not going to be set in these ways anymore i'm going to change i'm going to find a way to change it's not going to be easy but you have to make that decision within yourself and commit to it that's like nobody on the outside is gonna is gonna help you there like you just have to decide to do it that's yeah, it that's true man I agree with that. All right, awesome, man. It was great talking to you. I'm going to end the podcast here right now. I'm uh, I'm still not over Game of Thrones last night. Honestly, I'm still <laughs> my either. head spinning a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, man, thank you so much for coming on here. Is there anything Thanks you wanted to say me. to kind of end the podcast off here? Um, I just want to thank you once again for uh, for bringing me on, man. Like I love I love this whole concept. Um, I think a lot of people are going to benefit from it. And uh, if you ever want me on it again, just let me know. And you know, I'd be happy to do it. I enjoyed this very much. Thank you so much, man. It was great having you on here and just chatting about the things that keep you motivated and yeah. your whole journey, your whole mission is awesome, man. I love hearing it. Thank you, man. I actually Appreciate didn't it. know a lot of that stuff about you. You know, we chatted a lot <laughs> about business, but I didn't yeah. know the backstory. So I'm glad you right. shared that with me. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys, you go follow Austin on Instagram. It's dedicated Austin and Elevate. Is it Elevate Canada? Is that the page? Uh, Elevate underscore Canada. Elevate underscore Canada. I'm going to have to just in the description below. If you guys want to check it out and support the brand. All right, guys. Once again, this is Dedicated Austin. Austin Chambers. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. And until next time, see you guys later.